What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. We're back. Episode 51, Real Fans Podcast coming at you live. What's good? What's good? What's good? All three of What's us out good? here today. It's a good day. And, you know, Episode? leading right into it. Hold on, hold on. I said 51. That sounds like heat, heat in five, Gabe? What does that sound like? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like Jimmy Butler's stat line. He's talking like he put up 51 points. It sounds like, sound like- <laughs> Yo, so there's lots to talk about. We can, get, we can get to basketball, man. We're in the middle of basketball playoffs. We're Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals. Uh, last night, Miami plays. Boston comes in to the FTX. I still call it AAA Arena. Um, yeah, looks a little shaky. Looks a little shaky for a little bit. Third quarter comes. One of the worst deficits, I guess, or one of the worst plus minuses Boston's ever put up. Miami holds it. For the win, uh, Jojo, what did you what did you see yesterday from that game? What were your takeaways from uh, Game Ward in Miami? Yo, um, I know you're not in town, but we had a block party in Miami yesterday. As you missed out on a great block party, you saw swaps left and right out here. Uh, shout out Bam and everyone else with that defense intensity. Everybody knows defense wins championships, and they brought it to the table. Listen, you got to defend home court, and that's exactly what they did. And game one, you want to set the tone for the rest of the of the series, right? They came at you hard. We expect Boston to be a, a, a great team. They were missing two players, all right? Marcus Smart uh, did not play, and Al Horford did not play. So they caught a little break on that. Uh, and Boston still came out to a big lead. Obviously, we know what happened in the third quarter. They turned it around. It's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. And last point here, I feel like that's been um, the way these playoffs have been going. The most important quarter, I feel like, has been the third quarter. Uh, when you've seen all the comebacks, uh, whether it's the Timberwolves giving up the lead, uh, Phoenix coming back in a couple of games, Golden State coming back against Memphis or vice versa between those teams. Third quarter has been very important in this playoffs. Yeah, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about generally, uh, you know, Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart and Al Horford being out. I think it was for COVID uh, things. But, um, you know, if you look overall statistically, I mean, this if you look at just like the, uh, the stat book, it's pretty much evenly matched. But Miami was was giving that work in that third quarter. I mean, they had no answers for Jimmy Butler. Uh, Jimmy Butler cut that fire. And I feel like Jimmy Butler, you know, going into this playoff, he's been one of the most efficient players, one of the most, uh, as far as uh, playoff stats. Like, uh, he hasn't scored plus 40, like, during the regular season. No. But, like, this is, like, his Fair fifth me. game in a, in a playoff scoring, like, 40-plus. 40, 40 so um, a lot of people are finding out about Jimmy Butler, you know, Surprising! I don't know why. Y'all Somehow, yeah, has been in the league for like how, how? What's the season is he in? Like eight, nine? I don't know. He's 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 made his mark already. He's I feel like thing it's he's been like, a while. He's, he's known for his work ethic, not so much his basketball skill. Which all he's an NBA. We know he's skillful, but he's not like we. You know, we always go over this. Uh, a pure scorer, or you know, uh known defensive just all-around defensive player he's a little bit of both he he can do both um and you know it's funny that the the way jimmy butler plays he flies so under the radar during the regular season because granted i really feel like he doesn't give a fuck about (laughs) the regular season he doesn't give a shit about the all-star game or anything like that we've seen him at the all-star game whatever this man is locked in in playoffs and he's a totally 
different player when it comes playoff time because he knows what he wants. He wants that championship. And he, By the he way, plays that leadership uh, role so well. I was going to say he was drafted in 2011, so it's like his 11th season. Yeah. There you go. And so I feel like we're getting a lot of, uh, you know, the, the role players. You're seeing, um, you know, as far as these two teams coming in, they're two com- uh, both complete teams. Um, I think there was there in a guy, the the Williams guy. Um, who was the guy that was injured, Jojo? Uh, the guy injured that was out for last the last round, their center. I forget his name. Um, but uh, you're seeing as far as the Miami Heat, uh, uh, their role players come in. You're seeing Gabe isn't having a game. Uh, Talk about Al Horford? No, 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 no. This is the other guy. Wait. The other guy here. I forgot his name. Um, so you're seeing Miami role players come in and step in and do what they've done all year because, you know, uh, people want to talk about injuries. Fucking Spolcher has been playing with injuries the entire fucking season where he's had to put in, you know, uh, uh, players, uh, bench players uh, to start. Um, yep. so this is just for me, as far as I see, as far as Miami heat, this is just normal. You know, Kyle Archdale, I think he was available, um, but he didn't play. Um, so, uh, we'll see if he comes in this series, but this is just like fucking business as usual. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned with the Miami heat, I don't expect them, you know, I expect them to win this game. I expect them to win the next game, um, uh, going into Boston. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just... I'm surprised people well, I'm not surprised that people are just finding out about the Miami Heat because they they've been doing this shit all year. You know what I mean? Like this is this is the yeah. type of uh, game they play uh when it's they roll crazy. out the ball. So I mean maybe we'll get some respect. Maybe people start talking about the Heat. You mean I, I think they're the betting favorites, Julian. You can talk about uh the game if you saw, but I think they're pretty much the, the betting favorites. The Celtics are pretty, people are picking the Celtics uh still to yeah. win this series. What were you really thinking? The underdogs. Yeah. I don't ha. Are you sure that they're the favorites? Yeah, I believe no, the Miami Celtics. Like, Celtics are the Celtics. favorites in this series. Everyone has them in six. Even without though. home, even without home home court. Yeah, of course, even without home. Yeah, court. listen, man. That's and that's the amount of disrespect the Heat are getting this season. They're still the underdogs. They're n- number one seed in the East, right? Wow. They smoked this Philly. Is- they smoked Atlanta. They have the Celtics. Still have home court advantage, and they're still the underdogs. Uh, right here, the Heat are the favorites. Well, currently they they won the first game, so I mean they struck yeah. first. They, yeah, right I mean, now they technically have the edge. Technically, they are they have the edge. Yeah. <laughs> They're up one. They have to win three. So. Games. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if like Vegas had it like them as favorites, Celtics favorites going into the series. I mean, with home court advantage being so important in basketball, but I mean. Yeah, I mean, Celtics are hurting without uh, Horford or Smart. Like that, that's huge for them. But I mean, I don't. I mean, I know Gabe likes to think the Celtics are so scary, the scariest team since '95. Like <laughs> this Jordan, like the scariest team. And, and look how calm but, uh, he's talking right now. I didn't, I look, 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 look at him. He's holding it together. I'm proud of you. His, like, his, his chin's just shivering. At it. He's holding it together. Here's my my chin is holding up this beer that I'm drinking right now. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, last night didn't look like Celtics were a favorite team, so we're a team that was favorited. And yeah, this should definitely change the mold. And like, if I think people just got so caught up in like that Celtics um, Buck series being so good and like so yep. back and forth that they forgot that like. Miami hasn't even gone to a game seven yet in the series. Granted, the competition hasn't been as fierce, 
yep. as what the Celtics what had to go through. Next. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to get into next. But I don't know, man. Home court is a lot in basketball. It really is. Like, it means a lot. And <laughs> unless the Celtics can prove me wrong, I I have the heat taking it. I'm going to go game I seven. Still, I think everybody's going to win their home games. That's yeah. how I think it's going to end. It's usually how it's going to go. So here's, here's my take on this series, Gabe and Julian. I believe that as good as the Heat are and as good as the Celtics are, the Heat need to win in six. I have faith in them, but if it goes to a game seven, I really do feel like the Celtics might have the, eight, the edge and close it out because of the last two uh, opponents they had in, in this playoffs. Um, Heat don't need to give them a chance. They need to close it out in, in six max. Um, and I still don't understand why they are the underdogs when they've had success against the Celtics, what, two seasons ago? They beat them in the playoffs. They beat the Bucs in the playoffs, in which I know the Bucs came back, so that series is one. Bucs aren't even in the playoffs. Celtics took them out. And the Heat were the overall one seed with most recent success over that team. So I don't understand why they're not the favorites in this series. Yeah. Well, before game one, obviously. People are still doubting them. I think uh, all these commentators and broadcasters and everybody, they just happen to be in Miami. I don't know if you guys saw Stephen A. yesterday flexing in the suit and glasses. He still didn't have I mean, faith in the He just wanted to be in yeah, Miami. I, right I, I, I stay away from that guy. These guys, <laughs> just, they just, they're just happy to be here. They love to expense, <laughs> expense the trip. That's what they love to do. Yeah. Um, um, real quick, I will and then just to bounce off that game is like seven... I don't think so because I think the only way if if Miami drops a game at home, they're they're kind of fucked. Because winning in Boston is gonna be extremely tough. That's way um, harder than winning in Miami. But I feel I would feel way more confident in a game seven than having to having to take a home game away from from Boston, having a win away game. Yeah, so um in general, I mean, uh, I think uh, what you said is right. Winning the home team is definitely going to be, like, home games are definitely going to be uh, important. But uh, that's one thing I do want to see. I do want to see Miami on the road. I think they can steal a game. Uh, regardless they can of definitely what, steal a game. What, regardless of whatever, you know, whatever you want to say about the Miami, oh, they have – I don't even get that you're playing a lesser, like, maybe Miami had um, uh, the better matchup, right? A better matchup so as far – Had a more favorable matchup, yeah. Here, a more favorable um, but guess what? They we've been number one for most of the most of the season. So like that's what the winner gets, right? You know, yeah, in the NFL, no, for sure. The winner gets a bye week. So I mean, we it's not like a new. It's yeah. not like Miami's just becoming the number one seed. Like they've been the number one seed for most of the entire uh, NBA season. Um, and they were just playing, in the finals two years ago. And Boston has yet to reach the finals without the big three. Facts. Playing through injuries, playing without their starters, playing with, with new rotations, new guys. So, like I said, this is this is this is not new to me. Like I've, I've been watching the entire season. Like, this this is regular shit. Um, and as far as like you want to talk about the Celtics schedule, I mean, you're talking about a, a team that got swept in the Nets. You're talking about a team, a championship team without their number two guy. You know, a lot of people want to give slack to Miami for playing and, and B wasn't was out two games. Well, Middleton wasn't. You know, Middleton for for the Bucks wasn't playing. Um, Sixers were winning that series. Yeah, I don't care what any with Embiid or not with Embiid. Yeah. They ain't winning that series. There's, they're not deep enough. 
So, so like to say, like, oh, they went through a more arduous to say the Celtics went through a more arduous to get to the final. I'm like, yeah, it seems pretty similar to me. It's not the exact same, not apples to apples, but I mean, it's pretty close. Like they didn't have, yeah. you know, the the Nets. I didn't predict to, to be that impressive. I wasn't that scared of the Nets. Julian was apparently. He was very terrified. I was not scared of Nets. Jojo was scared, scared of a Nets. 0-4 Nets. Listen, I wasn't I scared of anybody. I just said you didn't want them in the first round. That's I didn't say anything about the Nets. You were so, talking about um, Celtics being the scariest team since 95. Well, because this is a two-way team. Like I said, as far as complete teams, we're seeing the best teams of the Eastern yes. of the Eastern Conference throughout the entire year. These Absolutely. are complete teams. They play offense and defense. Absolutely. Jason Tatum has definitely taken a step up, you know, com- you know, compared to his previous years. He's taking that step. He's taking that leap to to you gotta talk about him. Like this guy's gotta be top ten right now. Like right now for this season in the you know what I mean? Uh he he took that leap uh, uh as far as uh Yo, even Jalen uh, Brown, his career. You guys been closing out games as well, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, both teams have a similar like. Just they're just deep. They're just deep team. They have good role players that can just come in and play if need be. And and that's the story of the entire right of the playoffs. It's like who's healthy, and who's right. playing on point. Who's playing as a team, like to collectively, right? You, you, yeah, you're gonna have individual individual games. Jimmy Butler's probably gonna put up another forty, probably like game three, game four, or something. Uh, you're, you're gonna have you're gonna have the fucking Max Struess game. You're gonna have the fucking Bam Adebayo game. Like somebody's gonna give you a game uh, as far as the Heat are concerned. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's gonna have a game. If this game goes to seven, Tyler Hero's gonna have a game. So um, um, that's kind of what I expect. Like um, you never know. Like uh, that's one thing they were saying is like uh, with uh, Middleton out, the Celtics. You know they can concentrate on Giannis because you, you don't have another guy to worry about, right? Uh, a main scorer, a main guy that's gonna facilitate. And give teams, but with the Miami Heat, you got guys like I said, Max Cruz can have a game. He's gonna go off. He's gonna give you threes. I think he was shooting three of eight. Um, he didn't yeah. shoot too well today. Depot facilitate. Yeah, you still got Lowry out, but there's there's a yeah. lot of other players on that. Somebody's gonna give you a game. And look, and that, that's a testament too. Lowry's been out for the majority of the playoffs, and they're still last winning round. games. Yeah, I mean, he was out last round. Um, yeah. Like I said, I think he's. I think he's. Let me double check on that. I he's think been he's out of quite a few games. No, and, he's been and out check of... this. Aside from him being out, they're not even playing their best three point shooter for whatever reason. If you want to elaborate on that, why hasn't Duncan Robinson been playing, Gabe? Uh, what, what's going on over here? Well, he I think they're hiding contract, and now you're not going to use him. He signed a ninety million dollar contract. And I think one one of the things that Miami figured out is like on defense, he's a liability. As big as he is, because he's a tall guy, he's kind of a, you know, he's a tallish guy. And I'm not saying he's like seven foot. He's a tallish guy, long guy, um, can shoot threes. Um, but I think uh, what the Miami Heat found out that he's like kind of a liability on, on defense, that people attack him uh, when they're on defense. Uh, I think Man, we'll see him in spots. Man, if he can't play yeah. one half of the game. <laughs> I think as long as as long as Max Struess is still hot and still playing, he's going to get the start over, or he's going to get play over, over Duncan Robinson. I think they'll find spots to put Duncan. Like, yo, here's five yeah, minutes. Yeah, when they're up by like ten minutes in the fourth quarter, that's yeah. the last time I seen them play. <laughs> yeah, here, here's. Three. Yeah, so and you know with with Duncan Robinson, it's kind of weird. People are trying to encourage him because you know he had uh, like some confidence issues, I guess, where he says he's kind of like imposter syndrome. He doesn't feel like, you know, especially like in that bubble, that was a big thing. He felt like he wasn't supposed to be there, or like uh, he couldn't believe. You know what I mean, and. Uh, Miami Heat have you need full to get trust out of that. that. You're in there, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point, you can think about it after. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, well, and that's one I thing. With the, 
What, what's, hey, up? what's up? What's up? We're, we're inching. We're inching closer to that championship, man. This will be the what the sixth appearance if they make it, in like the last how many? Like th- that'll be insane. And if they make it again uh, to the finals, that'll be two finals post LeBron and D Wade era as well. So yeah. we're in a new uh, generation of Miami Heat here. We we listen as far as Miami Heat. The Miami Heat have found a way to to stay irrelevant. Uh, you know, minus last year. Last year they got bounced out in the first round. But Miami yeah, Heat but have found champions, a way. You know, yeah. it's fair. We enough. got people the champion. So you know, so. first round luck of the draw. You know. Would you say this Heat team is a more sustainable team than the the previous three? Sustainable, like how? Like, like if you were to take a piece, form? like if you were to take Jimmy Butler out of that team, are they still a really th- a top flight team? That's a good question. I think J- Jimmy Butler is your like primary. A top, right? a top five Eastern Conference team. Are they in a better spot than they were when LeBron left? If Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. I would say, yeah. Because, like, the team is more sustainable. Like, you can take pieces out and they're still going to be good because you have so many role players that can show up. You might not have your star, but but you can still. We were struggling. I don't know if you know, if you remember those post LeBron teams. Yeah, Wade was old. It had Danny uh, Granger. It had fucking ISO Joe, fucking Joe Johnson on that team. Chris Uh, Bosch had, uh, like, blood clots or some shit like that. Like, so as far as like post LeBron, like, people. Miami has found a way to still be relevant, um, you know, still be competitive. Because everyone will say, oh, LeBron, y- y'all had LeBron. Like, okay, now it's been fucking years, all right? Yeah. L- let's see where LeBron's gone. Yes, he won, you know, a couple of He won in Cat. He won in Cleveland. He won in L.A. But, like, where is he right now currently? Like, mm-hmm. the Miami Heat? You, you have a lot more younger players on this team. Yeah. You have a so, uh, team is a lot younger. And that's what I mean, like yeah. by they're more sustainable, like because you have you still have youth in a lot of these players. And if you were to take one out, yeah. or if one was to get too old and kind of lose its touch, you still have the rest of the supporting cast around to keep it up. So I, I just want to take it back. Let's take it back to series. I want to talk about LeBron. LeBron, he's in Cancun. He's I'm not talking about doing, LeBron. <laughs> this motherfucker's doing Q and A's and shit. I don't want to talk about him. I want to talk about playoff <laughs> basketball because the Miami Heat are in playoff basketball. Um, this team is still competitive. They find a way still to compete, and I still think they have. I think these are two equal teams. Like these are two, like I said, these are two of the best teams from the Eastern Conference of the entire year. We're seeing them head to head in the finals, as it should be, as you should, as you would wish to see in a, in a finals. Um, this is a good matchup, but I still got Miami, man. I, I still got Miami. I do the thing I want to look for. You know, I expect them to win Game Two, but I do want to see them on the road. I'm looking forward to Game Three to see how that's the how biggie. they. Yeah. That's the biggie. You want to see? Like how I said, we got bounced last year. We, we got bounced last year, so. Um, you know, I want to see how they're going to react going into Boston uh, for Game Two. They, all they have to do is to steal one. If you steal one, you already have home advantage. If it goes to seven, you have home field. You have home court advantage. How, how are you going to act in uh, Game Three? But let's talk. You know, let's get the Game Two first. Let's get the Game here, Two. Let's here, figure that out. And then we'll talk. Here's what I say too about like the whole pathway thing. It's like at the end of the day, like who cares if you had the easier path or the harder path? At the end of the day, you're still going to have to face a hard ass team. You're still gonna yeah. have to face. You still had to face either the Bucks or the Celtics. Who cares if you face it earlier or not? At the end of the day, it's like, all right, you had the easier path, but then you get knocked out in the third round. Does it matter if you're in the? Nobody remembers the fact that you're in the well, Eastern. It, it depends on no the one, goal of your team, right? Because no one you, remembers if, that. If your team, yeah. if the goal, if you're built for a championship, then yes. But if you're a team like the Hawks or something, your goal is is just to get as far as you can. You know, you're not winning a championship. 
But you're gonna. I don't know. I feel like for me, if if I lose in the conference finals or if I lose in the first round, it doesn't make a difference to me. You still still get the job done. You can still look at success for the team depending on what they were expected to make. You know, for that for that season, that's what I'm saying. Like, I get but what like, you mean. To fa- but to fault the Heat for having the it's like, who cares? At the end of the day, you still got to face that top. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if you okay, yeah, your first two rounds are easy. At the end of the day, if you can't get past that hump, does it matter if you faced it earlier or not? It's like at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter if it's at the Eastern Conference Finals. They still had to go through them. They still had to go through the second best team in the conference, and some people might say the best team in the conference, according to Gabe. I think this is the best. This is. I think this is a team that's comparable to the skill set of the Miami Heat in the East. The best team. Yeah. All right. More so than the Sixers, got, more than the Nets, more than all these other trash six. teams. Let's talk about it. what's up. I'm call, I'm calling Heat in six for y'all. We're gonna switch over to the Western Heat side seven. of things. And you know, I've been I've been really, really, really wanting to talk to Gabe about this whole Phoenix uh <laughs> fiasco Debacle. over here and the box. A debacle. Where, Whatever you as want Stephen to call it, say, the Chris, a catastrophe, Chris Paul fraud, as as a uh, you know Gabe would say, and let's let's talk about that, Gabe. What, what do you think about Suns giving up that last game by four? I mean, as far the preview, the the game before this game, um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I feel like the Suns they were definitely expected to win, right, going into the season, especially going as far as as deep as they did last year. Um, I think they were very deserving. This year, I think they still played equally as well. Uh, they played, you know, as well as they did last year uh, with still the same expectations to go deep in the playoffs. Um, uh, but you see the team, like, kind of kind of implode. Like, I, I don't know what the future of this team is going to be going forward. Uh, you know, they have uh, Aiden supposed to be getting paid. They're talking about Booker to the fucking Knicks. Chris Paul's another year older, as old as he already is playing. Um, so, I go. Um, yeah, man, uh, you you want me to talk about Chris Paul. That's what you want me to get. You want me to get my, my hot take on Chris Paul. I like Chris Paul. Let's prepare to hear Chris Paul slander for the next 30 minutes. Clip this out. I just put Chris Chris Paul slander, Julian, on the the YouTube. Get ready to hear Chris Paul slander. (laughs) Listen, Chris Paul. For the, for the listeners and viewers out there, I just want to say in our little group chat, we had, uh, your boy Gabe was sounding off and your man's Chris Paul. He had, he had all the memes ready. He had all the memes. No, I didn't have <laughs> all the memes. disappearing just, from that State Farm commercial. Yes, yes, the State Farm commercial where he disappears because that's what he does in Game 7s. Uh, he's always, he's only he's like 0-7 in Game 7, or he's 0-5 in Game 7. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> Chris Paul. Uh, I don't want to diminish like what he's done. Like, I, I yeah. just, Maybe he's not my favorite player. I don't want to diminish what he's done. He's a, been a productive player. You can player. critique hey. him for what he did this series. You can't critique his whole career. Like, no, yeah, and that's what I say. I want to. I want to say. Talk about him now, like in this series now. At his age, was it him though in this playoffs? It wasn't just him. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, was I, it him though? Like, you don't lose by fifty because Chris Booker. Paul didn't show up. Like, yeah, I mean, right, yeah. that doesn't happen. Like your defense entirely just, especially when you won games without him really doing much or being much of a factor. I mean, he he did disappear in in this game in the series. Um uh, but it's it's not all on him, right? Uh, Booker didn't have as people. Booker didn't let's, live up to his expectations that they had. I don't even believe that. it's just them two. No, let's talk about that, right? Go ahead, Jojo. Go, go ahead. You got you got the young guy, the young buck, Booker. Let, let's put him on the spotlight, right? Let's talk about that Booker Doncic matchup. Who got outplayed? That's what you got to talk about in this series here. 
It's not going to be and, on your 40-year-old point guard, Chris Paul. He's not going to – I mean, we've seen it so many times. He's put the game on his back, even with D-Book out. He did his part already in the, in the last series. He held it down in the, in the first round when D-Book got injured. We saw him close out games single-handedly, you know, as the veteran on that team. But that one-on-one matchup, this is the youth. This is the future of the game now. And your boy D book got smoked. <laughs> yeah, and as far as like, um, uh, you know, I can't talk about the Suns without talking about the Mavs, right? I didn't expect much coming of them. I think they barely made whatever the eight seed or uh, whatever seed they made. Yeah, no, um, I don't think anyone seventh. I think I wasn't. I wasn't expecting a lot out of this team. And I no. think JoJo, you and I talked about like, yo, the only way the Mavs move forward yeah. is if Luca goes off, then the team is going to go off. The Mavs, and he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and, you know, Luca, you know, I, I feel like Luca's still, you know, a top, definitely a top 10 player still in the league, like as far as individually, um, um, that matchup, Luca just, Luca had, had questions and the Suns didn't have any answers for him. Um, to go back to, to Chris Paul, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to diminish what, what he's done, his accomplishments, whatever. I just feel like, um, a little bit, people... People talk about him a little bit, like as far as like how, how good as he should be. He has, Chris Paul hasn't accomplished, you know, the final thing, right? And I feel like he's gonna fall into this like Charles Barkley kind of thing, where it's like, yo, you're a great player. You're like, you know, these guys, fucking American hero. You go to the Olympics. You you do you you know in college you're fucking amazing. You did shit in the Hornets. You did shit with the New Orleans. You fucking went to the Clipper. Here's thing you know, I will say though, you've been productive. Charles it's Bar- just like you never got that last little bump that last little award will, that you're supposed to get. i will say the one difference between when charles barkley was playing to chris paul now charles barkley was playing in the jordan era where they're winning literally every single year except for the one year he opted out in the 90s like so that like nobody won during that era except for him like so it, it it's sense. hard and and you know also real quick not to get off topic um even with this last generation of champions let's just go back to golden state Cavs. Like, you literally had, or even with the Heat, you had the same teams in the finals. So it, it really didn't give a lot of these legends now an opportunity to get there because Warriors went four times in a row. Cavs went four times in a row. The Heat went four yeah. times in a row. You saw the Spurs in there a couple times in a row. Like, aside from, like, the Mavs who got over the hump, and you know, over the Heat, they won that championship. And then you had the LeBron race for, like, eight years. And then who won after? I want to say what who who won before the Bucks? I can't remember. Oh, the Lakers, but Lakers again. Lakers that's bubble. LeBron back in there again. So it's like a lot of these, you know, veteran players. Unless they teamed up with somebody else, they didn't really have a chance to to even yeah. win a championship. Like, and then that's it's, a, it's and that thing, like, and then like back then too is like it was even at least you had the two teams back then. It was just like the like the Bulls are just winning it. Like they're like you know going into this, yeah. they're just gonna win it. It wasn't even like oh we know it's gonna be these two teams. Like then it was like no they're winning. And the Suns when Charles Barkley was playing, like they weren't going to take it all the way. But it's you no know and back to the Lakers as well. Even beforehand, like when Kobe was playing, he got five of them things. Like like damn bro, let, let some of these teams get one. <laughs> yeah. So so as far as like you know the Suns, I think they you know they fell below expectations. Obviously <laughs> going to um uh the finals was what they did last year so like 
they they fell below expectations as far as what whatever. Um, Chris Paul, I think he's well liked, well respected among the league. You know, he was like a leader of the player association. If he's still not, I don't know who the leader of the player association still is. Um, I think he's well liked. He's he he has accomplishments. It's not he's not like you know. I th- honestly think he's going to be like a Hall of Fame player just because. Uh, of course, know, I mean, yeah. Not I mean, it's not just, even a doubt. It's first ballot. It's, it's just he never got over that hump, right? It's like the thing that they give about Kershaw. You know, Kershaw finally won his championship. It's like, yo, you're very good during the regular season. You have this huge career. It's just in you know in the playoffs. It just never you never you never ticked. You never ticked. You always hit a bump. There's never it's like never uh, Carmelo bumped up. Yeah. yeah, and I'll be honest, man. Like, and I'm not taking anything away from this Mavs team and Luca and everybody, but there's still no reason why they should have won that series. Like, with the team the Suns had, like the, that's that's a gimme to go to the next round. I feel like it should have should have never went to seven. Like, you're you're literally better than last year, and you made it to the finals last year. You know, yeah. um, again, not taking anything away from the Mavs, but like like we said, coming into the playoffs. What did the Mavs really have to? I mean, everyone stepped up, but what did they really have to offer? They played better without a, a Porzingis on what they're on their team, like freaking seven footer that can shoot and do all this stuff. Obviously, he didn't show up in the playoffs, but we we couldn't even name more than three players on that Mavs team that really showed out. I mean, before the playoffs started, I, I like, couldn't believe my eyes. I got out of the movie because I didn't get a chance to. I didn't get the chance to watch it. I was in the movie theater. And I came out, and you know how, like, the AMC, they have, like, the bar and stuff now? Yeah. Where it has, like, the TV. Where I came out of that movie theater, I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, I was, like, it was, like, fourth quarter, six minutes left, and they're up by, like, 40. And I'm, like, I like I thought it was still dark. Like, I, I, like I, had, I thought my eyes still had to adjust from being in that dark theater. I couldn't believe it, bro. I was, like, in what? Phoenix. In, in the Phoenix. Of the in yeah. Phoenix. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, my eyes were, like, what? I was, <laughs> See, I, was I understand shook. if you lose by a buzzer beater or an OT or a close you know, game. something happens towards the end of the game. Oh, so Booker, you know, knock on wood, gets injured or, you know, whatever the case is. That was an ass whooping. And and hold, and real quick, too, we're going to, you know, everybody's going to put all the blame on Booker and Chris Paul for not showing up. But there's still like 10 other motherfuckers on the bench who need to show up as well. Camp you don't Johnson, lose by uh, you don't lose you don't lose yeah, by forty like, because two players. I don't care if those two players are your star players. You don't lose by forty if you are a number one seed. If you're a number one seed, you're a number one seed for a reason. Like, like at the end of the day, we looked at the Suns as like kind of one of those teams. They have a lot of role players. They have players that can show up, and they they're, they're a relatively kind of deep team where they can have guys that can plug and play, and. <clears throat> Like I don't care. Like you can blame those guys all you want, but it's it's not it's not fair. Like you can't like sit there and put all the blame on them because they're the superstars. At the end of the day, there's still three other guys on the court with you, and then there's five other guys on the bench that still should be out there keeping the game close. At least it's not like yeah. it's not like uh it's not like uh like you, Dallas is the most like powerhouse team in the league. Like you said, without Luke, now that's a team where it's like without Luca, they're really kind of fucked. Well, yeah. At the end of the sure. day, I still don't think it's still a team sport. At the end of the day, like I yeah. don't care. Like it's a team sport. Like you're a number one seed for a reason. It's not like you were eighth and you squeezed in. It's like nah, like yeah, you should have you know, players you know, on the bench that should be strong enough to to help. When you I remember, I remember saying like when Chris Paul resigned with Phoenix because we all thought, hey, maybe you know towards the end of his career he might have linked up with LeBron to try to get a championship because who knows. 
I thought it was a mistake. And I remember saying this when he resigned there. And look how much better they got, even from the previous year, from making it to the finals. They, they broke their regular season wins record. They were the one, number one seed, you know, throughout pretty much the whole season. They were going back and forth for Golden State um, early on. They had like a crazy like 10 or 13 game win streak early on. Like they were on fire and they were playing really well. Um, and it just sucks to see a collapse in the playoffs like that bad. You know what I mean? I would have loved to see you know, Phoenix versus Golden State because honestly, those were the two best teams for majority part of the season. Yeah. And, you know, well, when Gabe gets back here, I, w- I, w- I really want to talk about this new matchup, though. Forget the last round. Say. We're going to talk about the Warriors versus the Suns. and Mavericks. Man. I'm sorry. I'm, see, I'm still caught up on the Suns. Warriors yeah, versus Mavericks. No. Like, like, listen, if Warriors get another shot to go to the finals, the dynasty Brother. can start all over again. They're going right now. They're the favorites to win the series minus two thirty. Um, it kind of sucks because you would have liked to seen the the Suns Golden State matchup in the finals. Like it would have been a great high powered, super offensive game. But honestly, I think you're just going to see the the Golden State just beat up on the the Dallas Mavericks. On, on Dallas, like, I, you don't think Luca and and Party is going to pull? Through? I think they win. I think they win two games. I think they win in six. I see Golden State winning in six. It's just Bro, they're just too scary. They have way too many shooters, and we say this year in year out. Um, what's kept them from getting back was the, the injuries, of course. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone on that team's been injured <laughs> in the last couple of years, and now if they remain healthy, and all they have to do is win four more games, which they're definitely capable of doing. This team has so much experience. They still yeah. have that core. They still have that core. You have a back-to-back MVP on that team. Uh, top five shooter all-time, Clay Thompson. A defensive player of the year, like Draymond Green. Um, you know, rising stars, Jordan Poole. It's it's insane. And it's like you can't. they have in that team? And it's like, it's like no disrespect for the Mavericks, but it's like the, the Suns dropped the ball. Like they were by far the the better team they should have won and the Mavericks shouldn't have made it this far. And so it's like golden state is going to come up there and they're a team that shows up like just the nature of Steph Curry and like all those other boys on them teams. Like these guys, they're not just going to let that just fall through their hands. They've been there too many times. Facts. They know, they know what it takes they know what it takes to win a championship. They know what it takes to go to the finals year in and year out. They have an intense fan base that's going to show up and it's going to be a fortress. It's like this is a whole other animal like going up against Golden State. And like you said, Golden State's like they're back. They got like, through a dog fight with Memphis. Memphis was a higher seed. They got through that dog yeah. fight and shut them down crazy yeah so Gabe now that you're back we're talking about this um Golden State Dallas matchup here in the West and what, what what's your take on that as far as like this matchup like I don't expect every statistic every bone in my body is telling me Golden State this is like Golden State 2.0 that they're gonna pull out this series um like I said the Mavs are exceeding my expectations they uh, they impressed me too much. Like uh, I think they did win that series. They they won it outright. Like they just outplayed the Suns. So I I still expect, you know, game one is gonna be played tonight. 
in Golden State, and it's you know, I don't know if it's going to be quick work, but I still expect Golden State to just pull it out. Like I, I think Golden State is an easy favorite to go to. They they're easy finalists. Like if you're telling me at the beginning of the season is Golden State going to be a finalist or is the Mavs going to be a finalist, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? Y'all look key at word healthy, a about. healthy Golden State. The yeah. core is there. Clay Thompson's back. He's in rhythm. Like scary. Here's what you don't need. You don't need fucking getting into foul trouble. You know, he, facts. You know, he's he's a mm-hmm. official ha- habitual nut kicker. Uh, you know, <laughs> you don't need him talking. You know, it, it's we'll see how, how as far as like refereeing, like what rest they put on this on these games. Uh, you know, we know certain you know certain referees don't like certain players. There's referees that don't like you know Scott Foster doesn't like Chris Paul. Uh, you know, Draymond Green is going to get, you know, uh, uh, he's going to get extra attention if, if, if he's, you know, acting yeah. uh, weird or sideways. So that's, uh, no, that's long, a fact. That's a as fact. As long as we're talking about four rosters going all the way, Golden State's going to pull this out easy, bro. This shit should be five games. Though. Yo, so Gabe, real quick, real quick, all the attention on Luka. Now, do you see right from the start, their game plan is going to be get, get on Luka. You think they're going to double team or just Draymond? That's your man the whole game. I mean, because he's a gonna big tough, guard. Right? Curry, Curry's not going to be able to to hold. No, Luka I mean it's going to be here. tough because I mean Draymond plays down low, right? Luca can can you know he he brings up the ball, um, and he can, he can play wherever. Uh, I think where if if Luca's going to be driving a lot, which I don't expect, uh, if Luca's going to be Luca's going to be driving I mean, a lot, then yeah, they're, they're going to have they, clashes. We're gonna have he clashes backs down. Game. He backs down the point guards because they're all so small compared to him. Then he does his little fade away, his drop steps to the basket. This guy's so versatile. It's insane. Or he might just pull up in your face for three, which he did against Phoenix. So we don't. he can do everything. I, I, so. I don't see the matchup. I, I don't know what uh, Golden State has planned for, for Luka. Luka, Luka, Luka can pretty much do whatever. Like As far as like playoff players who are on fire, Luka's on fire right now. Um, He's doing whatever and, he wants. Yeah, and as long as people don't push him or you know he doesn't get – uh, injured, you know, people don't play rough, you know, Draymond, Draymond, we saw earlier this season or this playoffs where Draymond got kicked out for, you know, giving a, a tough foul. Was it to, not to Looney, who was, who was the guy he slapped right in the face and then tried to pick him up. Um, so, you know, Dr- Draymond, he's trying to give, he's trying to give, he's trying to give hard fouls. We'll see, you know, like I said, it's going to be extra attention on Draymond. Um, uh, I expect Luca to play well. I expect Luca to give him a fight, but as far as the series, this should be Golden State in five, man. And, yeah, and Golden State has home, they have home home court advantage, bro. They have home court advantage. Like, yeah, and Gabe, what Golden I was State saying, and what I was saying too, when you were gone, I was telling JoJo, it's like, it's like Phoenix. Like, let's be real, Dallas shouldn't be there. Phoenix fumbled the bag big time. Like they fumbled it like, trim, like immensely. Golden State's not going to do that. They've been here too many times. They've been here too many times. They know what it takes, and they're not going to let. They've gone against and beat stronger teams than Dallas. Like they, they've been there, done that, and they're in a fortress at in San Francisco. Like that place is notoriously extremely hard to play in, and they got home court advantage. Like there's, it's not a chance. There's no way. And right now, you know, Golden State is minus uh, two twenty. Uh, Dallas is plus twenty two as far as money line. Yeah, that's what I saw. Uh, overall. Uh, Golden State is the favorite. They're pretty heavy favorites. It's yeah. pretty heavy, which is different than you know the Miami series. I, I feel like uh, Miami. Well, they're the favorites now, but 
going into the game, it was Boston, but I, I feel like Boston and Celtics are pretty much evenly matched All up. Right. So, uh, yeah, what, what's, what's the next uh, thing you want to go on to? I would say I think we're done with basketball for the day. We've gone on it for 40 minutes. So uh, let's go to the next one. Uh, let's talk about NHL playoffs. They've just now started the next round. Uh, Gabe and I's beloved Cats, Florida Panthers, have made it to the next round to face off in a rematch, a revenge series between the our rivals, the Tampa Bay Lightning. And last night was game one, and it did not start off strong. Yo, and here, dropping. Here's what I got to say, man. You guys keep talking matchups. It doesn't matter who you see when. I'm telling you, when you have a long playoff series and getting your road to the chip, it matters. And I'm going to jump the gun on both your opinions here. I don't care what y'all say. You don't want to see Tampa, the back-to-back champ, knocked you out of the playoffs, and you want to see them in the second round? No. I want to see fucking Tampa. No. I don't care when it it is. The first game at home? It's not not looking good for you. Real quick. They lost the first game. They lost the first game at home against the Caps. They lost first game and they came back. They won twice in Washington, and Washington was a very good team. Uh, Tampa squeezed out of there. I I don't know how Toronto dropped the bag on that. Like to, the yeah, Toronto was up three two in that series, and then Tampa wins two straight without home ice. Toronto had home ice advantage, and they still lost that series. Toronto, Toronto. I was expecting the Panthers to play Toronto. I thought the Panthers were going to go to game seven, but after losing that first game at home, they bounced back and won in six. Um, So I'm not too worried about it. Um, Obviously home ice is important and it's really strong, but it's also not like something about hockey. It's just like you can win at, you see away wins all the time. Like it, like you, you see it a lot. I don't know if it just, these guys just know how to like, just tune out the crowd better. I don't know. Yeah, like it, it really like I don't I don't look at home ice as like that strong of an advantage in hockey. Like I just feel like it, it's literally just you're playing seven games and that's it. It don't matter where you are. It's like bubble. Yeah. But um so I was gonna say like yeah, I it sucks that they're down one and they had the game tied up into going into the third period, and then they just like completely just imploded on themselves and gave up three with the goalie in net. So but I expect a bounce back game. Hopefully, they can go in here and tie it up, and uh, they're gonna—they're just going. You're gonna have to sneak one away at Tampa, and like they did with Washington. Um, Tampa is—they're not as strong as I would, not as dominant as they were last year. <clears throat> and the Panthers are a much improved team, and the Panthers should win this. But they do have that President's Trophy curse hanging over their head, so hopefully, they can uh, get at, get past it. So, so Jojo, let's talk about what he just said. The President's Cup is like usually it's an award, right? It's like for the team, it's like the most the team you expected the least, right? That's what the the tradition or the history of it. People say like fans be like, hey, yo, if you got the President's Cup, that means like nobody expected shit out of you and you did something, right? But that was the best record. Yeah, it is the best. Um, yeah. Traditionally, uh, President's Cup people haven't done. You know, the teams haven't done. Well in the playoffs, so I'm just trying to explain that to JoJo, uh, you know, who might not know a lot about hockey. But um, that's the Panthers have a tough road to hoe, right? They just went through Washington, uh, which was an experienced playoff team. They've won the they've won the chip before, 
Um, and you know they got through in, in uh, game six. It was very tough. Well, it was that, that was a was brutal seat. That butthole was puckered <laughs> the entire time. Yo, we went down early, and that's the thing with these cats. Like they, they go down early, and you know that's why they call them the cardiac cats. I'm not wearing my cardiac cats. I'm wearing my bolts cats. Yeah, this means war. And then they'll um, drop like five goals at the well, end. Right? Well, yeah, well, the thing man, too is it wasn't even like a it wasn't like a game like it went to game six, but it literally felt like seven because there were some games where they came back. I don't know how. I don't know how Washington should have closed out that series. I believe in six. There was two games where I'm like, we came back with like two minutes left in the third period to tie it up and then score in overtime. I think they won in overtime twice, right, Gabe? Am I crazy? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they won in overtime twice. Like, and after being down in the third period. So they were going into the third period down. And then they go into over, and tie it up and right at the end of the third period to go into overtime and end up scoring in overtime. So, like, you take away those two games, like, I mean, that's serious. Like, that's it. Like, you know what I mean? That's Washington in six. But they were able to sneak through and get those. Yeah. Wins. They're able to get a you know that that first goal, uh, but in the second quarter, um, uh, Lightning were able to equalize. And I feel like period. a lot of the, a lot of the times they were um, I don't know, period game period. There's only three. There's not a quarter. It's no four. All right, it's one third. Let's Gabe, we want to teach you some math. Right, <laughs> Let's hang on. I'm gonna... I'm... Anyways, um, yeah, they were able, uh, Lightning were able to equalize, and I feel like. Miami has been tough, like on deep point in transition, where especially when they're tra- uh, transitioning. Uh, they- Yo, they're getting killed in transition. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at one point, you know, when they started scoring goals, when Lightning started scoring goals, they they actually put like five forward. So JoJo, there's only like five people. Like you have five people plus the the goalie. At one point, they just put all offense. They just put all forwards, like people who, who score because they were falling back so far behind. They just need like yo. This is like a Hail Mary, just trying to score. Well, yeah, empty net. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I feel like, man, it's especially opening game one, we've seen uh, the Panthers struggle uh, with a game one where, they, they, you know, the coach said they're playing too nervous. They're playing, you know, they're playing not their style, their brand of uh, hockey. So, it's really tough to lose a game one at home. Now we have a game, uh, a game two at home. I, I, I do wish. I'm going to that game. You're going to the going game to tomorrow. the game. Yeah, I'm going to the it's game tomorrow. The, the crowd should be crazy. We should be all. Oh, it's gonna be uh, wild. They. This is kind of like I'm not gonna say it's a must win. It's like yo. It's a must oh, win. It's a must it, win. It's you a must win. The first two games at home against the team that beat y'all last year. Against Tampa. And then you're going to have to win two at Tampa? Listen, no. Gabe's just trying to stay calm. And, you know, <laughs> he, he thinks, yes, he thinks right. this Cats team is like the Miami Heat over here. Like, he just, no, 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 look, no, no, I never no. think it's Gabe's just, so relaxed. But here's the thing this is the most encouraging team of years of Panther play. Like, I haven't. Oh, this I, is the I was, best. I was watching. The I think it's the best Panthers kid, team. But this is the best Panthers team in history, like, this, rec- regular season wise. Yeah, yeah. As far as regular season records, I do like this team as a whole. Um, like I said, it's just we haven't seen them do it in the playoffs. Like, we make a playoff run. Last year was our chance to, like, oh, they're, they're going to make a playoff run, and they end up playing the team that eventually. This is like the Heat Bucks, right? They they lost to a team that won the championship. So 
uh, that's what we're running into this year. Is like, yo, now we're facing the team in the second round. This is the first time in like 26 years, 25 years that they've gone to the second round, right? Because they, they've always Damn. yeah. And then they, uh, they I think when the they playoffs. They rarely made the playoffs, but this is the first time they got past. The they advance oh, when they get to the playoffs. Yeah. They get bounced in the first. Now they're in the second round. So yeah, and I think it was the top. first time they led a series since like 2010, like or something yeah. like the first time they led a series. And I think too, like the one thing the Panthers have like not against them, like something against them is like they don't have experience in yeah. playoff runs. Like they don't. I mean, you go against Washington, which was a tough one, yeah. and you saw the inexperience how it played a factor in that first round to where, like, like I said, mentioned earlier, they could have lost that first round easy. Washington like fucked up, but they're more experienced. You're going to go against Tampa who like won the, the championship two years in a row. So they're clearly experienced. Um, so it's like, it's being able to mature and like, just keep your head down. And like you were in the regular season and continue to be the highest scoring team in the league. Like you were this year. Thanks. <clears throat> So this is the most encouraging team we've seen in a long ass time. Like I said, they rarely make the playoffs, and when they do, they get bounced in the first round. And now we're seeing their first time being in the second round. Um, so, and they this is a tough schedule. You got you got passes the Capitals, experience team. You're playing the Tampa, experience team. If you somehow find a way to get that, you have to play Carolina, who's also been playing very well this season. So they yeah, I don't think Rangers schedule. Rangers aren't going to. Rangers aren't passing Carolina. Schedules. Yeah, one of, one of the toughest schedules to the Cup. So, um, I don't want to freak out. I don't want to freak out. All right, so, <laughs> no. all right, all right. So, to end out. this, to, to end this part of the segment, Cats and Six. Is that what I'm hearing? Nah, I don't know about Cats and Six. It's going to be Hulk seven. Seven. Ice, all right, Cats and Seven. If they win, it's going to be in seven games. Is home ice? This game two, they definitely need to win. Um, Against the, bro. And, and it's not even like, yeah, you if you somehow get by, if you get by Tampa, then you're going to face the Hurricanes. And then if you get by the Hurricanes, you're more than likely going to meet the yeah, Avalanche. You're going to meet the Avalanche. And the Avalanche is so good. Like, they're so good right now. So it, it's it's a tough playoff uh, series, but we'll see. It's interesting. It's been super entertaining playoffs. Like, this playoffs Let, has let been me ask awesome. you a question, uh, JoJo. If you got, if, if you're on a playoff team and you lose, you know, it's just one game, right? You're going to lose anyways. Like, do you care about the score? Like, do you scare, care about, like, if you're losing, do you care about it being close losing? Or do you care, like, if it's a loss, it's just fucking whatever. It's like, blow me out. Like, uh, and, and hockey is, you know, one point. So, like, they lost 4-1. Um, but, in, like, NBA would be like, yo, if I'm going to lose, it might as well be by 30 points, right? Because whatever. If I mean, lose anyways, it sets the no. momentum, it sets the momentum for the points. next game. I feel like it depends how you lose, right? Like, sometimes it could be demoralizing. I mean, we've seen 30-point win games, 40-point win games in this entire NBA series. But, I mean, hockey's a little different, right? You're not Probably. putting up 40 points e- either way. Like, it comes down to it. Majority of the time, you're not even scoring more than five. Um, yeah. Those close games, every every game matters. It doesn't matter how much you lose by. But, of course, you want to keep it as close as possible because you want to show that you competed, right? You want to show that your defense was there or your offense was there. Or players are coming in clutch because it could be a close game and it could be why did you lose, you know, in the last two minutes, right? Like, did you, you your defense collapsed? Um, you know, was it strategy? You know, like their best player didn't pull through in playoffs. Of course it matters, right? It sets the tone yeah. for the next game going forward. Well, that and 
I mean, shit, like miracles can happen. Like yeah. can, you got to put yourself in a position for a shit win. to happen. And if yeah. you get like, even if it's a long shot, if you put yourself in that situation for something great to happen, eventually it's going to hit. And, you know, like, and like you said, too, at the end of the day, it's hockey. It's not like basketball where you have to score 30 points. It's like a lot of times if you're down and slow, it's like one or two goals. And like, I mean, same thing, like in soccer, for example, you can have shitty, you can have 30% possession while the other team has 70. But if you're able to score that one chance, like that put that, that, and even though hockey's a little bit more high scoring, it's like at the end of the day, it's like the Panthers are down three, nothing going into, I think Panthers are down three, nothing against the Capitals last series in the middle of the second period. They could have just rolled over and been like, oh, we'll get them next round. We're down three. They came back and scored five unanswered and won the game five, three. And I think, too, it's like also you got to be cautious of looking at score lines in hockey. Sometimes, you know, at the end, they'll they'll do empty nets. They'll drop the goalie, bring on an extra player. And sometimes they'll just fling it and they score a goal and then you lose by like three. But reality, you're just like, you know, it was really it was really a one point game. You're just trying to do the best you can to tie it up. And then it. Backfires. Yeah, I, I think the series going right. forward. Uh, one of the biggest things, uh, just just kind of their discipline uh, as far as the Panthers' discipline, like getting fouls uh, where, where they put themselves, uh, where uh, Tampa's going to get in power plays where they, you know they're playing five on four or whatever. Um, that they they got to calm that down. They got to play less anxious, less uh, doing stu- you know like kind of stupid fouls where where they're playing down um, because you know the game would definitely get away from them going forward we'll see uh julian's gonna go to uh game two we shall see uh yeah bro, i got some dope seats too pretty take cheap pictures, like 90 bucks some, you know you know take some so uh and some video uh we'll see all right as far as nhl hockey panthers Yo, panthers about- in seven i guess if i if they're gonna win it's gonna win in, they're gonna win in seven it's That's gonna be I in think. seven yeah um let's talk about it real quick let's let's talk about uh julian he cannot go a podcast without talking about soccer let's talk about Let's talk about Inner Fort Lauderdale and how uh, good news coming out of uh, Broward County. Uh, what, what do you got, Julian? What, what's going Fort on Lauderdale. in Broward? That's what you got. Meanwhile, we were just talking about a team that plays in Broward. Oh and real, real quick, I forgot to mention this. This is the one advantage, the one disadvantage of having um, two of your hometown teams in two different arenas, because now the series, the way it's lining up, the Panthers and the Heat are playing at the exact same time, which kind of sucks versus if they played in the same arena. Yeah. Versus if they played in the same time, a lot of times. And it's like, versus if they played in the same arena, they obviously couldn't do that. They would have to alternate. It's like, that's the one disadvantage of having two arenas is like, they have to shit like that happens. You have to, but, um, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. Speaking to the news that he was talking about. So, Luckily, sadly, it was turned out to be not true. I um, knew it. I we were knew hoping. It. I it, knew it. They're they are actually in talks. They are still in talks about possibly getting something done at the end of his um, stint in PSG in summer 2023. Um, he has one more year left on his contract. They are still in talks with it, but. The news report came out, I believe, of an Argentine or a Mexican um, media outlet, like a big name. And I think the story was also broken by a direct TV sports writer, which I didn't even know direct TV had like, was like sports writers. Um, I didn't even know direct TV was still a company. Like, <laughs> but um, 
Um, yeah, apparently the story broke out. And then like a couple hours later, a lot of people were shocked by this. So um, I follow a lot of Inter-Miami reporters and stuff Bro, like that. I was like, that. there's no fo- way. I follow a lot of... Calm. I followed a lot of um, inner uh, like MLS reporters and like beat writers and stuff, and um, everybody was taken off for a minute. Um, and I remember when it dropped, all these all of them were like, "Let's investigate this." Like everybody was like investigating it. Um, I follow uh, one sports writer for the Miami Herald. She covers the inner Miami, and she ended up coming a few hours later, saying that she has very reliable sources. And which means she probably has sources within the team saying that this is not true. And then Messi's entourage, not entourage, but like his, like, I guess, I don't know, his group, like his agent or something, something like that came out saying that this is not true. And I also took it with a grain of salt when I heard the deal saying that he would come um, in 2023. 35% of the team for a team that's valued at $750 million. So that means that you're giving him 35% of shares, which the owner is definitely not doing that. Jorge Moss is not doing that. There's and no that's, that that would be worth $250 million or something like that is it's no shot. Um, so I took it with a grain of salt and it turns out it, it was, it was right. I still think they're obviously trying. I think they're really, tr- and I think Messi's open to the idea of coming. I think it's this just wasn't it. This wasn't, the, and I still think that summer twenty twenty three is a realistic time he could come, like right at the end of his contract after the end of the World Cup, uh, at the end of this year. I think this this year is obviously going to be his last World Cup for Argentina. Um, but yeah, uh, I still wouldn't rule out summer twenty twenty three. I this just that just wasn't the deal, and I don't and. Um, there's no way they're giving him that much. There's going to be some sort of, just like they did with Beckham, there's going to be some, or a slot on, like, it's going to be outside of just the team paying them. There's going to be some, you know, Messi's an Adidas athlete, MLS is an Adidas league. Um, they're going to work out some sort of other bit outside, outside business things yeah. to help supplement that contract. To get him oh, the money sure. that he he's would gonna, want, he's gonna get his just money. Like, just uh, like they did it with, like, yeah, just like they did with Slotan, just like yeah. what they did with Beckham. Um, like back then, they gave Beckham the rights to open up a franchise. You know, you can't really do that now. That's um, ridiculous. <laughs> that's insane to get him to come and, play. That's crazy. Yeah, and now look at him; he owns Inter Miami. Yeah. But they, I mean, they knew the long game. You know, having somebody like David Beckham associated with MLS and having a team means a lot. I mean. Ever since he announced that he was having a team, every like at least five times a year, they're talking about how we're going to get some big name star. Like they were just talking about um, Luis Suarez coming over, um, the ankle biter. (laughs) um, They're talking about him coming over here in the summer, which still might happen because he just finished his season in Atletico, just finished his contract in Atletico Madrid. But, um, you know, Inter-Miami is always going to be linked with these big stars because you have somebody like Beckham and you're in a city like Miami where people want to be. But, yeah, when I, I took it with a grain of salt when I heard it. When I first saw the headline, I was like, oh, shit. And then I clicked into it to see what what, what the pay was going to yeah. be like. And I'm like, 35% shares. I'm like, I don't know about that. There's no way he's get, they're giving up that much control. Listen, um, I, I, don't think, I don't even think Beckham sure. owns that much, honestly. I think Beckham, Beckham might own close to that. But I, I don't... <clears throat> like, but with all that being said, 
I still think he might come in summer 2023. I mean, listen, hey, when they finally move the team to Miami, he might be open to it. Uh, let, let's see how many people show up to the games. Let's see if the team has a winning culture by then. Uh, it don't matter. You know, I don't a lot think of none of that matters. You don't I don't think, think so? any of that matters. None of that matters. Regardless? He will come here regardless. It, none of that shit matters. And the moment he steps foot on that pitch, that Sell shit out. is going to be sold out. Sold out. Every, every There's going to be t-shirt sales. Out. He's probably going to. That's probably going to be part of his contract. Is like he gets like higher percentage of like jersey sales or something like, like merchandise that. and all like. That. You bring Messi, people will come. Messi will oh, want to be know, in we Miami. Know that, he but he that lives in Miami. He lives in Miami. Um, the only option I see him going is going back to Barca. That's the only way, and I don't think Barca is going to want to pay him. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, he, he will come, and they're going to give him a reason to come. He's going to get a, a lot of money, I'm sure, one way or another, and he would want to be in America. And MLS is not going to let this slip. This is MLS getting mess. I'm not even looking at this like Inter Miami. If MLS gets messy, it would be just as big as a deal, if not bigger than than when Beckham came. And and we all know Beckham basically put MLS on the map. And MLS, you can arguably say it is where it is today because of the fact Beckham came over. Yeah, it's like LeBron being good for LA, but like when LeBron travels, like when he goes to fucking whatever. He goes to when he goes travels to a team. People are gonna go. People are gonna buy tickets. They're gonna come watch. You know what I mean? Oh yeah! Like when Slaton was here, like Slaton was like, I'd never seen an empty stadium when he was in MLS. Every stadium was packed out, filled to the brim, like because people yeah. want to see Slaton play. Like it was like, and the same so, thing with Beckham. Messi coming like, to Miami. Yeah, yeah. It, it might initially be good for Miami, but it's also good for MLS because wherever he goes, people people want to see. Right. Messi and the USA, like you know what I mean. Gonna- it would be, it would even not even just. It'd be great for American soccer because you're bringing in Messi. You're hosting the World Cup in 2026. You just had a team who just won the Champions League for the first time ever in history. Like, and then they're talking about hosting the Copa America, combining Copa America with North and South America, and playing the United States as like a way for uh, United States to get because once you're the host country doesn't get qualifiers. So like they have to like compete somehow. So they're talking about bringing that as well. Like 2020s, the 2020 decade is going to be fucking insane for you. If they're like, and then Messi would just be like icing on top of the cake. If they're able to bring him as well. Like it's going to be a new, like golden era of American soccer. Like it's going to be ridiculous. Let's uh, transition. Let's talk about this finish it because uh, you know, the NFL news never stops. Uh, let's talk about the uh, NFL uh, schedule that just came out. You know, we finally got the full schedule of all the NFL teams. You know, I'm the resident Bro. Dolphin fan. Julian's the resident Jacksonville fan. JoJo has got his Broncos. So uh, let's just talk about like kind of uh, you know let's end it on the NFL and uh, yeah, kind of what 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 schedule came out and what were the predictions for the season? Um, so yeah, there was all kinds of like obviously you know like the crazy like schedule release videos that are just like some of them are funny, some of them are bust. I don't know which ones you guys saw. Um, I just want to talk over like some of our favorites. My favorite, I think it's probably the same as Gabe's. The best one was the LA Chargers schedule release video. Yeah, uh, the Chargers, yeah. They all did them. That that one was gold. Jojo, did you see that one? I didn't see that one. I saw Seattle's though. Seattle's was pretty funny. I didn't see Seattle's. Um I was hoping the Broncos one would be kind of like a little bit more entertaining, but it was a little boring. Um Green Bay's was a little boring. 
So real uh, quick with, with Seattle's, um, <laughs> they were like, we plan Thanksgiving and Christmas. <laughs> there was a pause. Honestly, they didn't want to play Thanksgiving. They're like, damn, we're going to miss mama's cooking. They're like, yo, I don't, two primetime games for our, like, we don't deserve two primetime games. Like, how's that going to happen? Bro, so you need to, after this, you need to watch the Chargers one. It is great. They did the whole thing in anime. So the whole thing is anime and they go throughout the weeks and they just roast every fucking team except for like their division. Well, no, they even roast the rate. Do they go? Th- I won't even spoil it for you, but is it posted when they on do the- like their Instagram? I'm going to see. Yeah. I mean, it's everywhere. Either YouTube, their Instagram. Yeah. YouTube, every. Yeah. And it's like, man, they roasted the fuck out of the Jaguars. The Jaguars one was hilarious. Um, uh, and then when they got the Browns, oh man, like they did a, re- whoever did it, they did their research and, I think too, the way it worked out with their schedule, they had a lot of material to go based off, based off the teams they've played, you know, between like um, the Jags, the Browns, the, the, the Cardinals, like they, they had a lot of good material, the Raiders. So they, um, they had some pretty fucking funny uh, schedule release video. So like theirs was the best by far to me. Gabe, which oh, one did I, you like? I just, found, I just found it now. I'm going to take time after the show to, to watch it. Yeah, it, it looks funny. Chargers, man. The Chargers, they outdid themselves. They, I think they did a preview. They did a, they did one for the draft, which was kind of funny, uh, where they had like you know because they had no the Chargers had no draft picks because they traded everything away for uh, you know their team or, or no oh, wait, wait, oh, excuse me sorry the Rams some LA team LA 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 had a funny one for the draft but the Chargers had a funny one for uh, the schedule I think it was dope it's pretty unique or whatever it's LA so. They're going to get hyped. Oh, yeah. What they did with the Rams is pretty funny, too. I forgot about that. The Rams, when they showed the Rams, that was pretty funny about them burning draft picks or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> but they, I mean, real quick, when you saw that, did you understand everything about the Jaguar one? It, I didn't get it at first. And then when my, my friend told me, I'm like, oh, I see it now. Yeah. I, I, I got it. That's why I sent it to you. That's why I sent it you to got, you. But you got everything about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bar and it. Yeah. That's just. Because I, didn't, I, I didn't think about it at first when I first saw it. And then he was like, out, then my friend told me about it. I'm like, oh, I get it. And that was clever. That was really good. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of, you know, it's kind of funny. You know, the NFL, obviously, we haven't seen an NFL game since whatever, February or whatever. They still seem to make news. They make a big deal out of their schedule. Like the schedule's like a thing. Like, oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, the schedule's released and they're doing schedule parties now. I'm like, what's going on? It's here? like, dude, it's like the marketing Super Bowl. It's like the NFL marketing yeah. team Super Bowl. Like, it it's comes a huge out. marketing event. They, they make big noise about it, even though, like I said, we haven't seen a game in months. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, I, I just want to get into kind of the schedule. It's, I don't know. Uh, 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 Julian, have you seen your entire schedule? Uh, I mean, what what, what match? Well, we talked a little bit about last week about the matchups that we've seen as far as like the Christmas game. Yeah, we talked about like international games. Um, I have this right here. We can run through it super quick because um, essentially like everything's kind of like done pretty much. So um, uh, yeah, so everybody's kind of drafts over, free agency over whatever we can run through and just give like basically way too early predictions of like division winners and we can just go through yeah. and just can like, you pull it up? Can you pull it up yeah, I have it up on the, Oh I, yeah, actually I could do that. I didn't think about that, but yeah, we just kind of go through um, real quick and just kind of see everything and kind of give like our thoughts and then, yeah, we'll run through all eight 
Uh, where is it at? Okay, so for those who are watching it on video, you should see it now. All right, so we'll go through the AFC real quick. Um, AFC East is Gabe's division. They have Dolphins in third place. Um, Gabe, what are you looking at? They have Buffalo Bills as a favorite. I'm pretty sure we all kind of can agree. I'm taking the Bills. I think the Bills are the best team by far. New England is Santa Chance. Dolphins, I don't care who they add. Like, two is not going to be Josh Allen. So I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, I think the Bills are definitely the favorite. I, I'm, I think it's interesting that they're putting New England on the same level. They have a plus 400 with Miami, which I think is kind of – that's kind of interesting. Uh, but I do have the Bills coming out of the East as far as, like, one of the best teams uh, in the AFC uh, going forward. But my Dolphins will upset them. That's what I got. JoJo, you got Bills? Your hometown team? Oh, wait. Can't hear JoJo. Uh, you lost. Got it, it. Got it. Got it. Sorry. Oh, there we go. There we go. Not my hometown, but yeah, definitely gonna have to go with the Bills on this one. Like you said, um, I don't see Dolphins coming out this year, um, even with Tyreek Hill and Tua combination going on over there. All right, let's go to the next one. AFC North. This one's all three way tie essentially. For some reason, they have Bengals at two ten, but wow. Browns and uh, Ravens are plus two hundred. I'm taking the the Bungles, bro. Like, this is the disrespect they're putting on their name right now. After they added offensive line pieces, they, after, they added offensive line pieces, and they have the Ravens as the favorite? No. And you don't even know if Deshaun Watson's going to be playing? No, nah, give me the Bungles. <laughs> yeah, I'll, All right, I'll, real quick. I'll go the same way. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, you going Bungles? I'm going Bungles, man. I mean, <laughs> Super Bowl champions, you expect them. I don't know. Listen, I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, you know, it's tough to make it to the Super Bowl. But based off last year, what I saw, like, the Bengals have the most upside as far as young players, um, uh, draft pick. They, they have the most potential, I would say. They had the most uh, perspective uh, game, especially being in the Super Bowl last year. I'm not saying they're going to go back again. It's very tough to go back to back. Yeah. But the Bengals have the young team, and I, I think they're going to do better. I mean, here's the thing. All right, they made a nice little run there. You know, good job. You know, kudos to the Bengals. We all spoke about that. Um, Do they have enough to win a division, though? That is the question. They could get in the playoffs. But to win a division, that's another story. I'm going to have to go with the favorites there, and that's going to be the Ravens. Wow. Going against the Greens. So, me and Gabe got Bengals. JoJo's got the Ravens. We're going to look back at this at the end of the – Yep. At the end of and the listen, season, at the way too I'm early gonna, division winner predictions, the way too early. I don't know. Yeah, way too early. I, I don't know shit until I see people play. So I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna see week one, week two. We're gonna judge off the games, and you're gonna be like, yeah, damn, Joe. Like, ah, right, yeah, you you were right. <laughs> like, All, All right, right AFC you know. South. Um, they have Indianapolis as the favorites, and the Titans, the Jaguars, and Houston. Bro, if you say Jaguars, I'm logging out right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna log out. No, I think Jaguars are going to be third, but this is kind of a shitty division, honestly. I mean, obviously the Colts, are, the, I think, are the best team. Oh they should God. win. What am I even looking at here with these four teams? Like, they got Matt Ryan, so I have to go with the Colts. I will say the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. We got a fortress over there. Oh, we fucking hate the Colts. 
we've been after all these years we've been so fucking bad all these years but for some reason we managed to beat the Colts. even the season where we drafted trevor lawrence and we had a one win our one win was against the colts at home like that is that shit is so funny to me you know game you know that this is definitely like a, a jaguar fan stat because none of us would fucking know those. No, they're talking about it when the Jags beat the Colts at home final game of the year last year. Damn, so that didn't get them into the playoffs because all they had to do was beat us to go into the playoffs. And then Carson went and they lost at the end of the year. I don't know if you remember that, but like they were getting uh, roasted. And that's why like Carson Wentz is no longer there. They were getting absolute reamed because they lost to Clown Town. Everybody's there in clown suits. Like, <laughs> and they still lost. But yeah, I guess I got to give it to the Colts. But oh, I think we'll put them a fight. I think the the Jags are gonna do a little bit better. I think they should be above the Titans because the Titans lost a lot. I think so too. That's a hot take, um, but I think we'll, so too. We'll see, we'll see Henry coming back off an of injury. Uh, you lost AJ Brown. I don't know what's going on with Julio Jones. He probably like one year deal. I don't know. Uh, but I think Julian, uh, the Jaguars should do better this year, better than the Titans. But yeah, I'll take the Colts. I, I agree. Uh, like I like I said, I don't even know what teams I'm looking at here. They all look like disappointments to me. So I'm just gonna go ahead and go with the favorites with the Colts. All right, AFC all right. West. Uh, what you got in the AFC? AFC West. Chiefs right obviously here. the favorites, but they're not minus. They're plus one fifty five. So the favorites. Um, then they got the Chargers, then the Broncos, and then the wow. Raiders. Wow, they actually they have. There's a big jump. I will say, I do think. Man, they put a little bit of disrespect on the Raiders. Yo, what's what, no? What's with the disrespect the, with the Broncos here? No, what's with the disrespect with the Chargers? What are you talking about, bro? You, they got the no. Chargers on the same level as the Broncos. What is that? Yeah. I can't believe they got the Raiders as plus seven hundred. Like that's that's crazy to me. And the fucking Chiefs. I mean, I get like until somebody knocks off the Chiefs, yeah. they have to be the favorites. Yeah. But I mean, like they're not the best team on here. The Chargers is the best team in the West, I think. Like they're, I mean, they loaded up in free agency. Like they, I mean, they're they were there to play. J- fucking Justin Herbert, third year. That's a big year. That's like he's no longer yeah, a sophomore. It's, gonna, it's, it's like that. The year he he, we he's now a veteran. Yeah, we already seen what he can do the first two years, trial and error, and he's been performing. It's gonna be scary. I'll tell you that. I think <laughs> this is gonna be a really close division. I think Chiefs go third. And then I think Raiders and Denver fight for second. Like, I think Chiefs go third and uh, Raiders. uh, I know it sounds weird, but I think the Chiefs will find a way to be in third place. But whoever gets second, it's going to be between Broncos and Raiders. And I really think they're disrespecting the Raiders with plus 700. I mean, though, that offense is going to be nasty. Now they got Devontae Adams, like that. It's gonna be good. I do want to see. And they added I, pieces I, on the defense, Chandler Jones. Yeah. Listen, all I'm saying is we got a quarterback now. That's that's all I have to say, man. Like we already, I already, I said the same thing last few episodes. What's up with your boy Jerry Judy? What the fuck was going on with that? Like, listen, I can't speak on that right now. All right, but I'm gonna speak <laughs> on that. We got a we got a quarterback. That's all I'm gonna speak on. All right, and my boy's looking jacked. I know you see your know, photos and videos <laughs> of Russell Wilson out here. Boy, be eating is his. The most I saw was him in that Peyton Manning schedule release thing. They did him and Peyton Manning to the schedule release. I got to check that out. I, I got the Chargers coming out of this division. Uh, I but got this Chargers. Is probably one of the most. Com- this is the most competitive, like you said, Julian. 
uh, sure. Raiders are somehow getting this regular. I think it's a lot closer. This this race is a lot closer. One of the most competitive divisions. But I got the Chargers as the favorite. They should they should be the favorite. Yeah, yeah I already know my pick, and it's a realistic pick because it could happen. May not be the favorites, but it could happen. Uh, happen. We'll go ahead with the Broncos. All right, all right. Let's switch over, Let's to, switch the over to the NFC. NFC. We got the the worst the worst division in the league. <laughs> I, I hate this division. <laughs> the Listen. NFC East. There's, there's um, not we even. The we shouldn't even analyze, bro, because it's just gonna, it's gonna be the Cowboys out of these teams. Cow- Cowboys, Eagles, Washington. It's gonna, be um, it's gonna be between Cowboys and Eagles. I think Eagles gonna be a little bit better. We'll see what Jalen Hurts can do, but Cowboys are the proven team. They won the division last year. They are the better team. I'll take the Cowboys as well, but I think the Eagles will fight. Y'all sleep on my boy Jalen Hurts, man. Jalen Hurts gonna Ooh. he's gonna break out, man, this year. It's a breakout year. It's my prediction. Give me the Eagles. I'm not a fan of any of these teams. I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Gabe was gonna pick the Commanders. I don't know. You oh. you look like a Commander <laughs> kind of guy over there. <laughs> Carson <laughs> Wentz lover. You, you look like a Commanders type of guy over there. I don't know. What I do is command these bets, and I command <laughs> to win with the Eagles upsetting the Dallas Cowboys, who I hate with the passion. Anyway, let's go. All right, all right, all right. NFC North, um, not a good division this year. Um, it's gonna be a battle between Minnesota and Green Bay. Yep, obviously. Yeah, you know, man, I like that Minnesota plus two eighty. I I think I think they're gonna bounce. I think they have a bounce back year. Last year was a weird year for them. It was weird, but man. We, you got, we didn't know if they were gonna be. And they're a good team. Depending on the week. Like, it was yeah, just... And, yeah, that was the hardest team to pick was Minnesota. I remember that. You play but, good against the good teams and bad against the bad teams. But I can't I can't pick against Aaron Rodgers. I, even though he has literally bums out there to, he's throwing to. Like, I, Back-to-back MVP. Um, I can't go against him. Green That's Bay. a fact. Not saying he's going to win the championship, but he could win a division. I'm, I'm gonna go with the favorites, man. I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna drag the Green Bay, even though he has nobody over there. Aaron Rodgers is gonna drag his team to another division win. I'll just go with the favorites. It's, it's an easy, easy pick for me. All right, next one. This is kind of a surprising one. We got Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the favorites. Number two, literally, like, oh, never mind. I looked at that wrong. It's plus three eighty. Never mind. I thought it was minus three eighty. Tampa Bay is the heavy say, favorites. Yeah. Wait, I was gonna no, say because it's actually minus Brady being back. Well, I see minus three twenty, and then I saw the new ones. I thought it was minus three eighty, and I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" I was confused that, for a second, but I see, I see the plus now. Um, but uh, yeah, Tampa's going to take this all day. No shot. Like nobody has a chance. I mean, New Orleans got Jarvis Landry. He finally found a landing spot. Um, but yeah, Don't Carolina. Who knows who's going to throw the ball in Carolina? If they got Sam Darnold out there, they're probably going to be the worst team in the league. Um, <laughs> Give your boy Cam another chance, man. Um and Atlanta, Tampa. Mariota round two. Here we go again. Yeah, here we go again. Tampa. There's another trash on All right, NFC West. Uh, gotta go defending champs. Los Angeles Rams, San Francisco. Is Debo gonna be there? We don't know. Arizona. Can they repeat what they did the first ten games of the season? I don't think so. Word. Give Word. me, give me the Rams. They dropped. They had it. They had it. They dropped the ball towards the end of the season. They had the division. I think, uh, you know, the Rams are the easy favorite uh, going into uh, the season. But I do want to see what Arizona does. Um, you know, 
I said Hopkins is going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, I want to see what what they do for. I think they're the most the, uh, competitive in that division going forward. But uh, give me the Rams. I'll take the Rams. I'm a favorite. All right, and that's it. That's our way too early division winner predictions, and that is also a wrap on episode fifty one of the Real Fans Podcast. Jojo, where can they find us? Get it. You could find us. Uh, we could do a, we could do arenas today. FTX. Lone Depot Park, BBT Center, all the Miami slash Fort Lauderdale arenas out Actually, here. Actually, FLA Live Arena, which is stupid. <laughs> it's now the it's now the FLA Live Arena for whatever reason. What whatever that is, <laughs> you can find us here in South Florida. Again, we appreciate our downloads. Y'all checking us out on the podcast on YouTube. Spotify, all the places. We appreciate y'all checking. We'll see you next week. We may have more more games. We'll talk about more NBA, more NHL. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little MLB. I don't know, Georgia. We'll talk a little MLB. We got to. We're going to have to replace MLB with soccer on these conversations here. It's taking way too much time. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Y'all yeah, see that change next episode. We're going to replace, so, yeah, gonna replace MLB with soccer. Okay, I'll take <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, We appreciate y'all checking us out, man. We'll see y'all next week, man. We'll be out here. Peace.